Welcome to the Boxing Life Podcast, where we talk about everything from boxing to business. Fighting Manny Pacquiao is is an experience. It's not a fight. Mindset to money. I, I think any business, you have to make it someone's third place. Speaking to some of the world's most interesting people. So that would be considered an example of a biohack, where I'm hacking my biology. From Sutherland, England, now living in Los Angeles, California. You put him in the ring with me in his day, and I'm talking his best day, and I'm 50 right now. I will knock him out. Here's your host, 2008 Olympic medalist and former undefeated professional boxer, Tony Jeffries. Welcome to the Boxing Life Podcast. On this episode, we'll be talking about boxing. Since I trained Deontay Wilder, the WBC heavyweight world champ, last week, my Instagram, my social media is blew up. People asking me questions about his power, his speed, who his next fight's against, what he was like. And on this episode, we talk all about that as well. We talk about other fights up and coming. With yeah, the, the upcoming um, Fury. Fury fighting this weekend. What's next for uh, Wilder, Joshua, the whole heavyweight pitcher. It's Canelo wide open. G. Yeah. yeah, Canelo Triple G. We get deep into boxing and the talk boxing about, world. About your defeat over Alvarez, the current. Oh, yeah. Yeah, as well. Alvarez versus Kovalev and how I was the last person in the ever to beat Alvarez, <laughs> uh, we talked about that. And also, guys, me, Kevin, and Glenn, we are going to England. We'll be doing a Boxing Burn Academy at Sheffield, the EIS Centre, which is one of the best, if not the best, boxing fitness gym, best boxing gym in the world. It's where the Great Britain team uh, train. It's where Anthony Joshua trains. It's an amazing gym. We're there teaching our Boxing Burn Academy. If you want to learn how to teach boxing, how to have a career in teaching boxing for fitness, uh, don't miss the chance to come and work with us and we'll give you all our tips all of our knowledge and expertise systems and, yeah. And, yeah. yeah I mean e- e- and even if you're just a, a boxing fan and you do a bit of boxing you want to brush up on technique and just maybe learn some new things and see how we do stuff even if you're not looking for a career in, in personal training necessarily it's still going to be just a, a really good fun two days of, of boxing and fitness as well as we got we got several former boxers even professional boxers coming in, in you know, if you are a former uh, boxer, I guess this should really should be coming from you, Tony. But uh, you know, a lot of times you, you know loads about you know loads about you know the sport, but you don't know how to communicate it and how to teach it to the you know the basic everyday person. So you know, we'll, we'll give you those tools. Yeah, and it's it's funny because I've had boxers say it to me, uh, "Well, I've boxed for ten years. What can you te- how can you teach me how to teach boxing?" But like, there's a lot more to teaching boxing than just teaching boxing. Well, for fi- especially for fitness, you know. And like Kev said there, how to communicate with people. Like if a middle-aged lady came into the gym and she wanted to know how to box, you need to know how to speak to her, how to communicate, how to teach from the ground up. And when she does make a mistake, how to correct her on that mistake. Uh, so, you know, she can give her confidence so she comes back again and again. So as well as all of that, we talk about how to build relationships, how to retain clients, how to use social media to brand yourself as a fitness professional or a, or a businessman. So yeah, come and check it out. Sheffield, August 25th, 26th. And if you use code BOXINLIFE, BOXINLIFE, the same name as the podcast, BOXINLIFE2018, you will save an additional $100. We've got like, I think three or four spaces left. So by the time, yeah. So by the time this goes out, it may be sold out, but I might not. And you can go to boxingburnacademy.com and check it out there. Anyway, here it is, the Boxing Life podcast with Glenn, Six Figure Homes, Kevin Watson, and myself, Tony Jeffries. Enjoy. So last week, I got to catch punches for one of, if not the hardest punching boxer 
in the world right now. Deontay Wilder. He's got the biggest knockout percentage in boxing, I think, right? It's 98% knockout percentage. He's had 40 fights, knocked out 39 of, of the 40. But the person who went the distance with him, he fought him again, Stavern, yeah. and knocked him out in one round. Mm. Mm-hmm. Absolute beast. So Glenn's... And the reason why I want to do this podcast is because I'm getting so many questions about how was his power, what was he like. So I thought, yeah, let's put on a podcast and put it out there. Yeah, a few people have been responding to you as well, asking, like, who, who's he going to fight? Has he talk, did he talk about his next yeah. fight? Is a Fury fight happening? So we'll touch on that as well, right? So let's get into it all. Yeah, so the, the reason why he came to the gym was he was filming some TV show. I can't even remember what it was called. Wasn't even interested, to tell you the truth. <laughs> and... Uh, we knew he was going to come to the gym and, and do a workout. And because I was in the same Olympics as him in 2008 and we both won a bronze medal, they wanted to uh, interview me a little bit about that. That's what I, I thought anyway. That's all I thought. And then, so me and Kev's in the back in, in meetings, the production team come. I don't know if I told you this, Claire. The production team come and I went out to talk to them and they went, so yeah, so you're going to introduce, take him around the gym, show him around the gym and then you're going to wrap his hands and then you're going to train him, take him through a session. I was like, all right, all right, sound. I was like, fuck no, no. I went running the back. Kev, they want us to train him. Kev's like, oh, sound, class that. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, then he, then he comes into the gym and uh, this is all through Glenn's client, Lorna, who's, who's amazing. Uh, then he, then he came in the, comes in the gym and yeah, he, he, was, he was sound. A bit, a bit out there with, uh, well, what I think when he's talking about how, because I'm not religious, he's God-given talent and how mm-hmm. God, give him these skills and God this and God that like yeah. it's not my cup of tea I know it's not your cup of tea either but <laughs> each each to their own uh, so let's talk about it. when you had him on the mitts yeah. what was it like what, like do you, did you is he the hardest punchy that you've caught punches for after Kev <laughs> <laughs> yes <laughs> what I was surprised with must have caught punches for thousands of people now over the years obviously I've a few world champions like Kal Yafai and Liam Smith and Chris Algieri I've caught parts for them and with him being a different way yeah he's by far the hardest puncher but the thing what I was surprised with was how sharp he was and mm. accurate it was like baba like I mean you were both there you've seen, you've seen the mitts mm. and, and catching them punches from and then he's just explosive as fuck for his explosive. weight explosive yeah. and as soon as I got him to like do like the step hook too where he's setting up that right hand boom I was just thinking shit was it really, for the most part, just in his straight punches? He's, like you said, his hook was super loopy and kind of yeah. wide. And I mean, it, it, I don't, I don't think I've seen him knock anybody out with the hook. Have you? It's, it's always that right hand. Straight yeah, punch. right. And it was like the, the, I never, he never gave as much out of his, out of his job. I've done, I've done about twenty minutes of mitts with him, and he never, he wasn't giving as much. He was just setting up that big right hand. But like, yeah, yeah I mean, it doesn't matter who you are if, when you that when you wear that heavy and you're that big and you know how to punch. You know, punches that are powerful. And, and it's well, weird because he's, he's actually light for a yeah, heavyweight. So what is he, like 220, 215? For a heavyweight, you know, yeah. compared to someone like, I mean, I know Joshua's a monster. He's, what, 240, 250 Yeah. What is he? I think the lightest he's been is like 225, 230 Ortiz for a fight. Ortiz was around like 240. Yeah. But he's he's like 220, 215, right? He was 250. Yeah. He's got skinnier Ortiz legs than me. Yeah. But, he, but even, like, but even an average guy comes off the sure. street to, to, who weighs over 200 pounds, you can feel like, the punch. Sure, sure. But sure. yeah, like, yeah, he, he, he can punch right, with, with either, either yeah. hand. I think um, I think the reason why he's knocked so many people out is because not necessarily... I mean, obviously, clearly he's got power and he's explosive and all that, but he te- I think he tends to hit people at 
weird angles and he gets in in front of them in weird positions mm. where they where they don't see the shots coming and those are the ones that knock you out. It's not like people are seeing that straight right hand coming and, and it's like getting through and knocking them out. Yeah. It's like, you know, he, he's like doing, like looping right it's hands and, and then he steps over and then he throws an uppercut and then it's a looping right yeah. hand and then it's a straight right hand. Mm. You just don't know where, where the shot's going to come you know, from. Also, I do, I think... Thinking back to some of the fights I've watched, he hits people even with the guard up. Straight through straight, the gloves. Right, just right through it. Yeah. And it is just right down the middle. Because he, yeah. he, he steps in a lot with the yeah. jab, doesn't he? So there's so much momentum behind the right hand as well. Yeah. It's interesting, too. On you know, There's so, there's different kinds of power. You know what I'm saying? There's like that old yeah. man strength, like freight train power. Mm-hmm. There's like sharp, like, uh, I don't even know how you would describe it, like popping power. Yeah. I think. yeah. Um, what else? I mean, what other kind no, of... Like, like a thudden power, like yeah. a strong power. Right. Where you can just they're like heavy handed, mm-hmm. so I, I immediately I just think of Golovkin straight away because he's not like the quickest hands. He's yeah. not like that. He's not super explosive yeah. and athletic. He's amazingly on balance, uh, and every shot's hand. just yeah. just yeah. thudding and sharp. Yeah. You know, heavy. Then you got that like freight train power too, which I mean, it's heavy handed, but there's there's a lot of like weight behind it. I right, think, I feel mm-hmm. like and. Um, but then you got other guys like I don't. I would, Tommy I would, Hearns, remember Tommy Hearns? Mm-hmm, yeah. yeah, and I think too. Even I think Wilder's power is a little bit different than that. I, don't, I didn't get the whole yeah. bits for him, but it's it's more it's sharp, it's quick, it's yeah, it's, yeah, a lot of power ex- ex- explosive. It. Yeah, but as well, it's it's funny because he's got like the mix of two with yeah. the power because he's got that explosiveness, yeah. the sharp pop. But as well, that that train power, what you're talking mm-hmm. about, that strength, yeah, you know, he, he's so, strong. He, he's just a yeah. big dude. He doesn't dude. push his punches though, right? I mean, no. he, he recoils. Yeah, he brings I, see, I see that freight train power with somebody who who who's generally comes from a background of strength training and really kind of almost pushes those punches a little right. more. But like he drives through the target. He, yeah. he, he pulls them right back. And there's just a lot of power. It's like he's hitting that punch right, like you said, accurate. It's right at the end of his extension, right? right? The yeah. Like I think that range control has a lot to do with yeah. it. Yeah, totally. Was it, was it was a great experience and when we when the producer got me and him together and told us like we spoke about the sessions and the producer didn't have much boxing experience, said, What would a normal session be? And I said, uh, well we can what I'll look at on the camera if we do some agility ladder, some <laughs> some jump rope and all that and he went, Nah. He said, I, I don't do that. He said, I just I just do pads and hit the bags and spore. He says, That's it, I don't he didn't say bullshit, but that's the kind of thing he was, mm-hmm. I think he was getting at. I was like, I just do what I do, you know. Mm-hmm. I don't have to do any of that mm-hmm. other stuff, what you see athletes doing. Uh, you know, yeah. I think he could be so much better. I mean, uh, he's great, but if he took that stuff a little bit seriously, and you can kind of tell, like, at times when you watch him fighting, where he kind of, you know, he does, I think, rely on his athleticism a lot, but, like, he starts to look super unnatural, not so much of, a, like, a fight. Like, he kind of does these, like, jumping punches and goofy things. You're like, uh, a traditional, like, someone that comes from your background would never do something like that. Yeah. He's, he's really just relying on like his, his instincts and his nature a bit, but like if he, to fight. Took, if he took those, yeah, yeah. If he took those things a little bit more seriously, like, you know, I think he could be so much better yeah. too. And like his movements, I mean, again, he relies a lot on his, his instincts, which obviously are, are pretty good, but like, yeah, he could be so much better. That, that being said, yeah, he's great. <laughs> yeah. We, we can't like undefeated with 40 sure, and, yeah, and, yeah. and without record, Absolutely. it's like we, but, we, we would think so, but maybe maybe he has tried yeah. that in the past, and maybe yeah. you know maybe what he does. Uh, but it's just the coach. If, of me, if you, I think if you yeah, go, no, definitely. Yeah. Totally. If you go through his record, though, has he ever really had chance to work on that stuff in a fight? Because he's just touching people and they're going. Mm. He's just knocking yeah. people out for fun to show. And it's only recently in the last couple of fights where he's been he's gone a little bit longer of a distance than the Ortiz fight. He got really tested. Yeah. Um. So those are the only 
times we've ever seen him mm-hmm. have to like go back to fundamentals and maybe cover up or tie mm-hmm. somebody up and yeah. go back to the fundamentals. That's what get you out, gets you out yeah. of the trouble because yeah. he's just gone through his whole career just touching yeah. people and knocking them out. Because he's, he's, been, really he's been, he hasn't been knocked down before Ortiz or he has, right? Once he got, he got wobbled real bad in one uh, fight, wasn't I'm not he? sure. I can't remember. I, I, I don't, I'm not, I don't know enough of it, but it's, it, it's hard for me because, you know, I see him and obviously got a re- lot of respect for him. It's some of his gibberish that he says sometimes, like, right. like gets to me a little bit, but like, yeah, you can't knock him obviously. But yeah. I, just, yeah. I just feel like if he just, if he did take that stuff a little bit more seriously and like really, right. I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. Who we'll knows? see how it goes. Cause he's, he's next. His next few fights now are going to be his biggest test yeah. by far, whether it's Fury, Joshua, um, Ortiz again, whoever it is, he's going he's gonna to be facing like, mm-hmm. you know, real deal next. The last time he got beat was the same, was about one hour after the last time I got beat. Because really? I was, I was oh, looking at, the, oh, yeah, yeah, in the Olympics, he boxed on the same day as me and he was four fights after me, the weight division above in the semi-finals of the Olympics. And yeah, that was the last time he, he lost and... He, bought, he, he got beat off a guy called um, Clemento Russo from Italy, who has a similar style, not, not so much a banging style of power with him, but an awkward style like him, like the most unorthodox, orthodox style you can imagine, mm-hmm. yeah. hands down, just a horrible opponent. I, I was in a few tournaments with Russo from Italy, and yeah, that was the last guy to beat him, who was, was, like I say, a horrible opponent. So yeah, it's yeah. Gonna, he's going to really take some beating and... What he was saying uh, about his, his next fight, he said he's fighting Tyson Fury in November, uh, which I'm surprised that Frank Warren, who's promoting Tyson Fury right now, wants to, wants to take that. Because after Fury's last performance, he's not going to last the distance with but, the only while. But if the opportunity's there and it's easy to negotiate, and you've got this chance to fight the WBC World Heavyweight Champion that might not come around again. While the opportunity is there, why why it not will, take it? It will be and there again. Know. It will be there again with Tyson Fury. Someone like Tyson Fury. All Tyson Fury's got to do is win. He's going to fight again, I think, uh, next month. And then well, he fights. He fights Saturday. Oh, is it Saturday? So this is going. This is going out. Uh, he's fighting this weekend. Yeah, and Wilder's going to be there ringside and getting yeah. the ring and all that. Yeah. So he, he's going to fight again. And then he's going to fight Wilder, which is the biggest risk fight in the world for him. Yeah. Uh, uh, why not have another fight or another two fights, get, more, get, get rid of more of that ring rust, earn a couple more mil, right. then fight him? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm with you. We, we won't really know how ready he is until we've seen what he does this yeah. weekend. After this weekend, we'll know like, where he's really at. I think, if Fury he's was at go his around. best, though, what do you think? Yeah, I think, I think now I think, he would, I think Fury would win if he was at his best. At his best, The yeah. Klitschko days. But... Like I, now, just I don't know. I, 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 now the, you say the Klitschko days, but I know. I mean, I know he went through a lot since then. But that wasn't that long ago. Two years, right? Yeah. Two years in October. But the inactivity and the yeah. weight that he's put on yeah. since then. Did you see ago. the pictures of him when he was fat? Yeah. Oh yeah. I know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know. But then you also see a guy like at that size who can move and 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 jab like he does yeah. and, and like avoid punches like he does. Mm. I don't think we haven't seen Wilder fight anybody like that, have we? Yeah. I mean, We've seen him fight Ortiz. That was an amazing fight. I'd love yeah. to see that again. I know you don't yeah, think I'd, so, but I'd yeah. love, love to see that again. But. No, I wouldn't because it's too big of a risk for Wilder. Yeah. And I want to see that these these big fights. And sure. I would have bet me house that Wilder would have got beat off, off uh, Ortiz. Ortiz. He almost had after, him. After the knockdown, I thought it was over. Yeah. And he just, he just showed character, hard, mm. 
determination yeah. and everything. Yeah. And yeah. Um, I spoke about him about that to him the other day when he when he was in here, and he, and he said like he knew that if he got through that when he was hurt, that was going to get in Ortiz's head that he took sure. everything his best shots. Yeah, and he and he's going to come back. You can see Ortiz's eyes a little bit too. Yeah. You know, something that interested me what you said to me the other day as well that he's he's a natural fighter. It's like you know the kind of fighter like the danger like semi sort of screw loose a little yeah. bit like Tyson or someone like that mm. who just doesn't give a fuck and it's just like when the going gets tough and you really hurt you love that like right I'm just gonna fight now yeah. and just go and there's there's some people I mean m- most boxers have clearly got that but some have just got it way more than others to mm-hmm. where they're like almost like I don't give a fuck what happens here I'm yeah. just gonna fight yeah. and he, he showed that in that fight yeah. it's just a nasty mean streak like yeah. you hurt me I'm just gonna Come right back and smash. I think it has it. a lot to do with his upbringing too, and where he comes from. Totally, I don't, I don't yeah. know if you all you've ever been to like the, the I've dirty been to, south. I've like been the through deep Alabama, Alabama, yeah, Alabama. Oh yeah, but I don't know so much that. It's just like it's just. I mean, it's it's a tough upbringing. It's a tough like way of life there, and I, you know, you, he's clearly been through that. And, and yeah, um, yeah, I think that that is instilled from into you a little bit. I mean, you gotta, you know, for him to have made it. You know, I think I mean I'm sure you can relate to where where you come from. Also, is, you know, a lot of poverty there. Not saying that I don't know. You know, not saying you grew up poverty, but like he came from almost right. nothing. You know, he had to fight for that. And like, totally. He's, he's, and then he's if, come a long way. If if you think of the two biggest opponents for him now as well, mm-hmm. they're both the same. Like Tyson Fury, yeah. huge fighting right. background. Yeah. You know, like he's a natural fighter. Mm-hmm. He's a kind of person that's same sort of thing. Like. Mm-hmm you know just loves that fighting mentality yeah. and then um you think of aj in his fight against Klitschoy, it was on the deck yeah. in his biggest test and what did he do just massive balls to come back and to even to get through that round let alone come back yeah. and win the fight and does stop him from a, a like t- unbelievable i think so i know he was he got arrested i think for, for selling drugs right yeah. i think so yeah joshua did, joshua did so it's yeah. just fighting it's just boxing in general i think it's yeah. just that's that's why it's it's so inspiring it. i think to yeah. see people yeah. come from these backgrounds yeah. which which is great because like uh then i don't want to say uneducated well kind of boxer i'm i'm pretty uneducated as well but like wilder we were taught me and glenn were talking about this how how much he promoted boxing burn and, and me yeah. while yeah. he was in the gym yeah like burning so, box yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's a burning box. But so someone like Brendan Sharp, for instance, yeah. who's more market and smart and more business savvy mm-hmm. and more well educated, would never plug you or the gym, would he? <laughs> <laughs> well, no, he, 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 but like he wouldn't go to a new gym that he's never yeah, worked yeah, in before yeah. and plug that gym yeah. and plug the trainer who he's never worked with before and mm-hmm. see like they're the best thing ever. From one from one session, just for this TV show, he would need paying good money for that. Yeah, I, I think what. Um, I think it comes down to trust. I think he he, he probably trusts trusts the people that brought him into the gym, and then he knows the backstory about you being in the same Olympics. Yeah, I think that was so cool. that probably yeah. it gives him a comfort level where it's like, oh, the, these people have brought me here. Tony was in the same Olympics, got stuff in common with him. You right. know, I'm with a another boxer. It's like so. I think he was happy to to do it, and that was the first thing he said when he got out of the car. They were filming him getting out of the SUV, and I was stood outside. And he was like, I'm here at Boxing Burns, I'm training yeah. with man, Tony Jeffries. And I was just still going, oh shit, or, <laughs> get in. Or he's smarter than we all think and he's just trying to get a little leverage from a former British yeah. boxer over here. I don't know. Maybe, what, there was, maybe there was he's a, trying to... Um, there was a conspiracy theory on, on his tweet 
because uh, he tweeted, well, welcome to the dark side, didn't he? Yeah. And a picture of you training him. And I saw one of the tweets said, uh, has Tony Jeffries been planted by Team Fury to, to figure out <laughs> exactly. what's going on? Go. Maybe, go. maybe, maybe. I'm not going to answer that question. <laughs> <laughs> you never know. Uh, Are you on the dark side? No. I think, um, so I, going through his Instagram the other day, I, was, I mean, there's so much stuff of him calling out Joshua. And I don't know, maybe you can say a little bit more about this. Is that is that as, as real as it seems? Do you think, I mean, you maybe don't know, but like in, in boxing, I mean, is could that is that authentic? Or you, or you think he, like, could it really be him, like, trying to call out Joshua as much as it is? Or is there stuff going behind the scenes? I mean, no one really knows, but yeah. I, mean, I don't know. I don't think anyone really knows. And while we were there, I was talking to him, and he said they offered him Joshua 50 million, which he accepted, but Joshua's promoted Eddie Hearn. He was the one who messed the deal up, and Joshua wanted a fight. He said Joshua wanted a fight, but he said Eddie messed the deal up, and Eddie didn't want a fight. Maybe this is Eddie being smart. What I'm saying about what Frank Warren should be do with uh, with Tyson Fury mm-hmm. is Joshua's uh, Eddie's cash cow, right? It's, mm-hmm. it's no secret. Why not give him another two or three fights yeah. before he steps him up for the chance yeah. and, and make another? 10, 50, yeah, whatever. It's the same thing I think they do with Canelo as well. Eddie, right. Eddie Earns a very smart businessman and he knows his, his sole purpose is to make as much money in a short amount of time for Anthony Joshua as he possibly can, right? Yeah. And and the more money Anthony Joshua makes, clearly he's, he, he makes more money too. Um, I don't think that he was trying to not make the fight happen. I think he d- realises what a huge fight it is and what a big payday is, but he also realises it's a huge risk fight. Yeah. And the the thing I think where Eddie Earn comes from when I listen to him talk and all this kind of stuff, he he's smart because he's not he he's not representing a a contender. He's representing the or the, the the guy who's got three of the four world heavyweight title belts, who's earning fifteen twenty million dollars a fight, selling out arenas everywhere. So he's in the power position and in his head. Mm-hmm. So like, okay, yeah, you offered us 50 million, but hold on a minute. We're the A side in all this, right? We're the ones making all the money. We're the ones with three belts. You're not just going to get it on your terms. We want some of this kind of shit too, because he knows like if he gets all those ter- terms yeah. and conditions in place, it's going to make the fight bigger. It's going to make more money. It's going to be better for his guy, right? Yeah. So I think there's a lot of that going on. Where and then you see on the flip side, Fury comes out and says, "Oh, they were easy to negotiate with. We couldn't. We negotiated the deal in yeah. five minutes. It's on for November or whatever." But yeah, that that makes sense because you've not got any belts anymore. You're a contender at this point, right? So it's easy to negotiate with a contender because you don't bring money. anything to the table. You right. know? Uh, so yeah. I think that's that's that, that's kind of why it hasn't really happened. Yeah. It's just always interesting to see it. I mean. I think being around you guys and, and you know, people that come to the gym and start to see a little bit of the back end of it, but you just never really know how much of it is, is kind of, um, you know, banter and, and, and like, what is it, is it all for show? Is it yeah, all right. like just to make it all grandiose or whatever? Mm-hmm. And then, you know, they're kind of laughing behind doors. Like, yeah, yeah we're, you know, high five. Yeah. Yeah. You know, kind of like with McGregor and Mayweather, like flying on the I, same I plane. Of, I think we both kind of knew like they're, they're, they're on stage talking shit. Yeah. They go backstage. Yeah. This is, is this is this kind of the same or is it that was more, very WWE? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that, that's it. It's it because for them to sell tickets, sell tickets and make that money, mm-hmm. they've got to do a little bit. Me personally, Showbiz. when I was fighting, I I couldn't yeah. be a dick. I couldn't call fighters out. I couldn't yeah. do any of that. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, then while posted on his Instagram, oh, oh, let me before I talk about that. So when the producer was talking to us, uh, 
he said, all right, so this is what session you want to do. You want to do this, 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 this. He said, and then, uh, and then will you be able to do some sparring with him? <laughs> and I went, what? And, he, and Johnny says, oh, yeah, get, get, your, get, get your strap up, get your gear on. I went, and I told him to fuck off. I went, fuck off, mate, I'm not sparring with you. <laughs> <laughs> and he just laughed, and then we've done the pads. But yeah, I mean, not a chance, not a chance would I spar with him. He doesn't have that much weight on you now. <laughs> no, probably the same. David, uh, David A. Uh, there's that famous clip. David A. Uh, I think did he? Yeah, we're talking about David A. In, in, yeah. in the in the. But thing. still, I'm not spawn with Donnie Wilder. I'm not spawn. <laughs> I'm not spawn with anyone. Never mind that fucker. Like, yeah, I would have. Nah, I would have. I would have passed the book on that. I did. Then, um, yeah. And then you only spar people smaller than you know, don't you? I don't spar anyone like I don't me. Get, I don't get hit in the head <laughs> anymore. Shoulder spawn. <laughs> I probably would have shoulder spawn room. Yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't last along with that. <laughs> you have them right hands. But uh, yeah, and then he posted on his Instagram, which was great, which yeah. I wasn't expecting. Uh, mm-hmm. Well, I don't know what, he, what it means by welcome to the dark side. I think he just considers himself kind of the dark, like the kind of the hated one, the dark, like, like the one that people aren't, you know, kind of, they kind of see him as a dark character in a right. sense. You know, mm-hmm. he comes out in that mask. And yeah. yeah. I think that's kind of the character he He's wants to portray, I think. Yeah. So he's saying welcome to his side. Yeah. But then he tagged me and I got like 1,200 Twelve hundred new followers. And I, I, I did a little photo shoot video thing with his uh, wife as well, and she's on like uh, some e TV show or something, Wives of Atlanta or whatever. And um, same thing, she like messaged me after, was like, "Thanks so much for having us." And she gave us all gifts mm-hmm. before she left. Yeah. Like super nice woman, and they were both like I thought really respectful, like Southern really appreciative, and yeah, it's, it's nice, it's yeah. great people, nothing, nothing bad to say at all. So now I just want him to go and like win everything and beat Joshua and beat Fiona. <laughs> Have you? But it, I was just gonna say when you when you when you do meet someone, you become you get like a personal connection with someone. It's, yeah. it's crazy how much it changes your it does, perspective yeah. on on the fights, you know. Yeah. yeah, and that's why I think it's important for all people. And I, I know you guys have seen this, but for me, like, with my background and I played basketball, and, and but then when you get to work with those those players at a, at a um, on a personal level or work with those fighters yeah. on a personal level. I think more so with boxing and, or in fighting in general, so there are so many personas and, and people, you know, like we've, we talked about with McGregor, like he is, he acts like a total asshole on camera, but like couldn't have been nicer when he came yeah, out here, yeah. you know? And, and so you have to really reserve. And I had my, res- or, you know, I kind of had my opinions about Joshua before, or, I'm not sorry, Wilder. So, uh, Wilder before he came in, you know, just by some of the things he said about wanting to kill a man or ring or whatever. And I still don't agree with it. I still don't like yeah. it. But, like, I think as a fan, as as a spectator, you really have to reserve your opinions about someone's character and who they are, and until you actually meet them. Completely. You know what you see on film and on camera is not always the same. For me, working with athletes that were, you know, you know these prima donnas that are seventeen, eighteen years old, and they're on ESPN every day, and so many people are out there just blasting them because yep. they went to a bar and had a drink, or they, yep, right. they smoked a joint or something. It's like, what were you doing at that age, and you know, or what would you do if you were given this? this platform and you're on camera, how would you look? So it's totally, I think it's important for everyone to really take a step back and what we call them keyboard, not be such a keyboard warrior all yeah. the time. And, and, and talk about me on Friday. So what, is, what Glenn does with that? Like, cause Glenn, I don't now, do this. Cause, 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 yeah, do you do. No, I don't. Cause, cause Glenn is now best mates with Johnny Wilder. So when he done that post, Glenn goes on Twitter, Glenn seen all the hate. He went on there and he started, 
getting involved. Like I do it. I do it. Like not, every he's a nice now person and, and all that. He was here. Ah, sure. The only is a nice person. <laughs> no, but, Don't like, see that. <laughs> <laughs> no, how dare buddy. you talk bad about my new friend? <laughs> <laughs> he's Glenn, my friend. Glenn gets into it. Like, like into it. Every every now and again, I'll I, I'll, I'll spend some time scrolling through comments and see this stuff. And boxers probably get it harder and rougher online than anyone else. Yeah. And it just it it. it pisses me off because these people don't have a clue mm-hmm. about what these people go through in their personal exactly. lives like how hard the job is we know how yeah. it's one of the hardest jobs there is and then when box to succeed in boxing it's like ridiculous you know yeah. and so there's like this just complete lack of respect in all these comments and every now and again i'll just i'll just go through them and respond to one or two and then and- ten yeah, so so Friday night I was oh, driving man. by, I went for a nice meal. <laughs> I'm driving back, and I, had a, uh, I was in the Uber, I had a, a couple of cocktails, and um, I saw that he, he tweeted the picture of you. I was like, oh, get in. And then I started scrolling through the replies, and I was like, right, I'm, fuck this. I, I'm not, <laughs> instead of putting my phone away, I just started blasting them back. And it's it's exactly what you said, Kev. They're just like, they, they don't have a clue what goes on, and they don't understand it. So I just said to a couple of people, I'm like, look, you know, sh- shut up. You know, you, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> just shut your mouth. And then I said, I said something like, uh, "What did I say? I can't remember." Oh yeah, like you could, you can put type that into your phone. But I'd love to see you say that to his face. Right. Like if you come across him in the street or in a gym or whatever, would you go up to him and tell him that to his face? Not a chance. No. So just, just pipe down. You know. Yeah, you ask for a picture, and I think exactly. Yeah, that, you that, shake his hand yeah. and ask for a picture. And if you if you wouldn't see it to the face, why would you see it like exactly. online? No, exactly, that's the keyboard warrior. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. I wanted to ask: uh, Have you had a chance to talk much about the Alvarez? Guy on, on, have you done a podcast? No, no. I think we should talk a little bit about that. But even before that, that Bavol guy, the Russian guy, have you haven't mm. watched him. Yeah. yeah, we were talking about power a little bit earlier, and like just that sharp, like kind of like thudding power right at the end of his. He's a guy that can. Did you watch that fight? Yeah, undercard. That guy is so good. Yeah, he's amazing. He's got athletic ability way? with like, that. Yeah, power yeah. Well, that's what they're talking about fighting with Alvarez. Not, yeah, yeah. 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 You, you know, he was the one who sparred with Terrell to get his bleeding on his brain. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I remember Terrell because we were watching, we were texting each other one time. We were watching his last fight. Yeah. It's just amazing how well that guy controls distance and how sharp he is, and just that guy's amazing. It he's shows so, like, it, in and out, in and out, and that uh, Ch- Isaac Chalemba that he fought though shows how, how tough he is because he went tough. twelve rounds with him, took yeah. everything, fired right back. It was yeah. a great fight mm-hmm. Chalemba's so durable yeah. um, and then uh, we haven't spoke about this yet but the, the headlining car, the headlining fight Kovalev Alvarez mm-hmm. you, you were not, buzzing with that result weren't yeah. you I'm, I'm the new world champion <laughs> uh, new world champion yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so Alvarez uh, fought Kovalev and, and Kovalev one of the pound for pound best in the world and mm-hmm. Alvarez the guy who I boxed in the quarterfinals of the Olympics I beat him on a close it was a close fight, um, absolute beast. He was, and yeah, and he, and he just beat the, the world champion. And I was the last guy to beat him. Mm. So Glenn said that now I'm the. I said I'm not. I'm not now the new world champion. But Glenn was keep calling me the world champion. <laughs> you, Glenn. Uh, but no, I mean it was amazing. And it was amazing to see because that fight what I had with him was very close. Um, it was very close, and <clears throat> all all it took was there was in that fight as well. There was sometimes when he'd hit me, the points wouldn't score. But sometimes when I hit him, the points wouldn't score. So all it took was for one judge to press that button, one button, and my life will be completely different. His life will be completely different right now. Mm. You know, so with that, like, I'm as well, I'm so happy that he's continued and he's went through it all and, and now he's the 
Now he's the light heavyweight champion of the world. Yeah, uh, as a professional, beating someone like him. I, I loved um, the strategy in that fight too. Over is it seventh round that he stopped him? I didn't even get seventh to, I round. Was watching it late, but Kovalev Kovalev controlled center of the ring. Look. Yeah. Looked all right, looked good, and he was and he, he was catching him with some really good shots, and yeah. I think he was winning the fight. Mm-hmm. And then uh, I think like five and six, you could see Kovalev start to blow a little bit and fatigue, and it's mm-hmm. the same shit that happened to him with Andre Ward. Just mm-hmm. his conditioning is just not the best, mm-hmm. and and they just you could tell they just they just circled and waited, took a few jabs, kept him off with a few jabs, kept circling, kept circling, waited, took his time, and then just started like stepping up his game, like five and six, and then seven just took him out. Genius game plan, really. It, I, I, I don't know if it was the game plan or not. It might not have been, but that's the way it plan. played yeah, out. That's the way it played out. But they, they, I was in a in a bar with Paul watching it, and when he landed that right hand over the top and dropped him, I was yeah. jumping everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> so happy because it, it's still. I, I guess it's still for me. It's it's got me a little bit still involved with boxing. It does. You know, yeah. uh, it keeps you real. I mean, it does. yeah, it does. I don't want to say keeps you relevant. It sounds better, but like it makes no, it does. Right. It, keep, it keeps me relevant, and it, people are asking it, you on the Instagram if you're coming back, are they? Yeah, and, and it, come it's back like for the rematch. <laughs> really, really good or, or bad for my ego? One of the two. <laughs> if it's good for your ego, it's bad for your ego, isn't it? Yeah, right, right. <laughs> uh, but no, I'm I'm really really happy with, with that, and uh, yeah. But now they're talking about him fighting Bilev next. Bivol, Bivol, yeah. And I'm like, oh no, don't fight him. Fight someone from England who, who's got a, a follow-on in the name, like Rocky Fielding or someone mm. like that. Yeah. If the, he's at like heavyweight, and make a little bit of money before you get him with this monster Russian, mm. another Russian, another tough fight. But the, I think the thing is with these a Colombian living in Canada, fighting in America, uh, you know, he's not going to be selling many tickets. Yeah. So he's, he can't speak English either. I don't can't think. speak English, which is not marketable. Uh, but I'm sure, like someone like Eddie Hearn should. Trying to jump on the chance now of, of beating the man who's just beat, beat the man, you yeah, know. Yeah. Mm. What's next for Kovalev? <laughs> oh, I, I think I'm sure he'll want a rematch because he was he was winning the fight until the knockout. Yeah, yeah. And I'm sure he want a rematch, but I I wouldn't give him the rematch if 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 it's not in the clock cl- in the. I contract. think I think there's still a couple of decent fights out there for him, but I don't think he's the same fighter after Andre Ward fights. The deal with he, they t- he, he he took his confidence and he's he's. With the yeah. Donna Stevenson, what's gonna happen? Oh, this, this is getting, what's this is getting old? Like, is he gonna fight anybody? I, mean, I, don't know I think he's those... rematching a uh, Badu Jack. Yeah, I think after that last fight with Badu Jack, I think yeah. that rematch is gonna gonna happen. Yeah, that would have been another. That was a fight great fight. fight that Alvarez well. Badu Jack. I'm mm-hmm. sure they were one won it now. Light heavy cruiser. There's some good fights left, and then we, there's uh, Usyk against Tony Bellew possibly happening as well. Yeah. You said that's not a good fight for him. I don't you? think that's a good fight for Tony Bellew because Usyk is amazing. Uh, Bellew can beat him but it's it's a really tough fight and he's not marketable I mean we want as fans we want to see fights where they can build up where they can talk shit mm-hmm. if one's can't even speak English like like Canelo Triple G yeah we want to see that because the two are the, the best pound for pound in the mm-hmm. world but the shit build up there's like nothing until the fight you know yeah, yeah. I want to see I want to see a little bit of a build up yeah. mm-hmm. to get me emotionally involved in these fights the first right. one was a bit I mean would you say there's more in the first and the second Canelo uh, Triple G. Like, I've never seen anything in the second right now. Yeah, no. yeah he's, he's flying under the radar, isn't it? Like no one's giving yeah. a shit. I think the 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 positive drug test, like the, yeah. the dirty tacos, was like really fucked the build up up for this. What's coming up in what a month? Yeah, we're only it's like three weeks off. The la- so the last Four time we fought, that was like before. I think it was two weeks after the 
Canelo, uh, the, the Mayweather-McGregor fight. Oh, yeah. So yeah, that was like kind of taking the limelight, but still... It's still, it was still it was, a big deal. It was still getting attention, I think, because of that was helping them get attention as well, because people mm. were saying, people should be concentrating on this fight. Yeah, that's true. Not that one, but no, like, it's not, not, not a big of a deal. Like, it's going to be a great fight, but... Is but there still. anything that would bring Andre Ward back to fight on? Is there anybody that you could see him come... Like, if this Bavol guy becomes, like, this huge... Or somebody, I mean... Yeah. I wonder. Uh, Tony Bellio was talking Tony, about yeah, Tony Bellio. Are you oh, familiar yeah. with Tony Bellio? Yeah, or not? yeah. like Tony Bellio, because he's a big name now. He was in the Creed movie. Mm-hmm. He's uh, with Andre Ward. Yeah, with Andre Ward. So that'll be a big fight because the two big names. But other than that, like yeah, I, Andre Ward wouldn't want to come back and fight the Russian who's not. Yeah, it'd have name. to be a huge money fight a to get game. him back. Yeah, like like Conor McGregor or someone like that. <laughs> you, know? you never know. Yeah. Andre Ward against Conor McGregor. Yeah, we heard it here first. There's no way that would go. Speaking <laughs> no. of um, MMA versus boxing, TJ Dillashaw has been calling out Javonta Davis. Yeah. They've been going at it on Twitter. Oh, have they? Yeah, and I think I, I hope that I hope that builds up. I'd love to see that. Yeah, that'd be really good. Why not? Why I think not? in a boxing ring, Javonta Davis smashes him, and in a cage, TJ Dillashaw smashes him. It's the same thing. It's like they're two totally different sports, but yeah. it's always good to see these crossovers, these little rival, rivalries building up. Yeah, I think yeah. I mean, the, the Mayweather McGregor <clears throat> definitely gave it a bit more, give it a bit of steam. Mm. There's been a few times I feel like people have been talking about these fights happening, but I wonder yeah. if it's gonna, if it'll be, become like a regular thing or no. Probably I doubt it. No. Yeah. McGregor, uh, he's fighting uh, uh, Khabib. Khabib. Yeah. Yep. Tough fight for McGregor. If, if, fight if, for McGregor. if he wins that, a couple of people have said then he he's, he's like considered the greatest UFC. Uh, what weight is, is the weight is McGregor in UFC yeah. lightweight? Yeah, yeah. I don't know the UFC lightweights very well, but um, and then other people say no, he still needs to fight um, Tony Ferguson, and then uh, it, yeah, it, whatever the third the, the, fight with the uh, um, Diaz. Yeah, yeah. yeah. there's always going to be fights there and coming up, you know. But if you look at Conor's record, it's amazing the amount of knockouts he's had. He's, he knocks every fucker out. Yeah, he does. So he's he's like really really legit. Uh, like the real deal. No. I'm just glad he's going back to UFC because that that's where that's what he is, isn't he? Yeah. he, he he's a UFC fighter. Yeah. So I really look forward to Deontay Wilder and um, the build up to Deontay and Tyson Fury. That's going to be. It's going to be unbelievable. And I asked him about that as well. I said it's going to be, and he's like, "Yeah, it's going to be great." And all that in ring standoff a couple of years ago was like one of the best. Yeah. Like, shirt, just, the other little tie on. <laughs> yeah, nose to nose. That was forward. Yeah, anytime, anywhere. You bum. Um, yeah, good stuff. That's going to be an amazing build up if that fight de- uh, ends. Which is going to start this Saturday as well, because Deontay's yep. out the way. Yep. Excited for this yep. fight. Can't wait. So predictions if that fight happens in November, would you go Wilder or Fury? This November? Yep. Well, Wilder's just done a session with me, so I've got to pick Wilder. Huh? Yep. He's, he's learned some of my tricks and all that. So yeah, <laughs> I'm taking full credit for that fight. <laughs> Refresh me, Wilder. Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, uh, Fury. Fury just fought who? He's just that clown. That little. It was. It was a joke of a comeback. Yeah, yeah, just some so, blown up cruiserweight. How much weight had he lost? If. <sighs> uh, not enough. Hundred over hundred pounds, I think. Has anybody seen any any photos of Fury recently? Yeah, he's been training a lot. He's been training at Ricky Atten's gym oh, yeah. in in uh, Hyde. But 
Um, he looks really sharp. He's, yeah. He looks lean. He looks athletic. He looks fast, explosive. Yeah, yeah he, he looks really good, but that's in the gym. Don't, only tells half the story, doesn't it? Mm -hmm. So after Saturday, we'll know, I think, a bit more. Mm. I don't know. I mean, yeah, that's... if like You watched him in that Klitschko fight, and the way he... You if know. he's back to that, then yeah. he wins. But as well in that Klitschko fight, I don't want to take anything away from Fury. Klitschko was terrible. Yeah. Well, but uh, I, I, yeah, I, when we talked about it, made, made, I made said it Fury way. made made him yeah. box terrible. Yeah. Just took everything away from him. Hmm. Well, yeah. it's interesting. Well, heavyweights. I, I, I'll say I'll take if Fury gets back to to what he looked like. I'm gonna, I'm gonna take Fury. Fury, yeah. yeah. And then um, Anthony Joshua in September against Alexander Povetkin. Like, I think people are just automatically assuming that he just walked through Povetkin. Yeah. And I think that's, I, I honestly, it's, it's, I only see him as a slight favourite against Povetkin. He's, he's a beast. Yeah, he is. He's and, so underrated uh, and he can, you know, I mean, he, he, what he did to David Price, all right, David Price hasn't had the best David last Price, couple of years, but, it was a close but fight Pri then? Price, he's, a great boxer, you know what I mean? A great boxer, like, yeah. But he boxed out with his skin. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think... I think that's a really dangerous fight for Joshua. We'll see. Anyway, thank you for listening to the Boxing Life podcast. Please subscribe on iTunes, SoundCloud, wherever you're watching it. Uh, leave us a review as well. And you can follow us all on social media. Should we do yeah. quick predictions on uh, Triple G Canelo coming up? I think, I think Triple G points this time. I think Canelo points. I, think I see Canelo. it going pretty much the same, but I just think like, Triple G will be a little bit more decisive and mm. get the points. Yeah. No, looks like a beast. Yeah, he always does, does doesn't he? Shot. Can't write him off. I, I, I think he won the first fight, one or two yeah, rounds. Same, you yeah, and I both. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, and then we're heading to England. We're going to yeah. be in Sheffield on the 25th and 26th of August yeah. at the EIS Centre Teaching the Box and Burn Academy. Uh, it's going to be a great couple of days. Can't wait to get over there. First academy we've done in England. Yeah. All right. Until next time, we'll see you later.